The Suffering Messiah, Mark 9, 30-37. Welcome to a Ministry of Hope with Sarah Jones. Then they left that place and made their way through Galilee, but he didn't want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples and telling them, The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after he is killed, he will rise three days later. But they didn't understand this statement, and they were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, because on the way they had been arguing with one another about who was the greatest. Sitting down, he called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wants to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a child and had him stand among them, and taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one little child such as this in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but him who sent me. They had been chosen to be his disciples. They were his friends. At last, what they all believed had been proclaimed by Peter in response to Jesus' question, Who do you say that I am? They believed that the Spirit of the Lord God was on him. They believed that the Lord had anointed him and they had listened as Jesus brought good news to the poor. They had watched and experienced themselves Jesus' ability to heal the brokenhearted. They had stood in wonder as he proclaimed freedom for the captives and gave sight to the blind. Surely, Jesus was the Messiah who had come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. At last, at last, they were ready to be part of that day when God would take vengeance on his enemy and set up his kingdom. But, but, once Peter had finally put into words what they all believe, something, something changed. Instead of making plans for setting up the kingdom, Jesus had begun to tell him that the Son of Man was going to be rejected and killed. They could not comprehend that he was going to be crushed for their sins and that the suffering he chose to endure would result in their peace. He knew, however, that they would be healed by his wounds because they were his friends he tried to prepare them. He also told them that he would rise from the dead in three days, but they didn't understand, and they were afraid to ask him what he meant. This time, this time when they had passed through Galilee, Jesus avoided the crowds. He was now focused on preparing his disciples for what they would encounter in Jerusalem. When they came into the house in Capernaum, he asked them what they'd been arguing about along the way. There was silence. (laughs) While Jesus had been telling them about the rejection and suffering that was awaiting him, they, they had been arguing about who would be the greatest in the coming kingdom. These were the men he had chosen, and he knew and understood them. 
Instead of rebuking them, Jesus sat down and told them that if anyone wanted to be first, he had to be last and a servant of all. The one who was speaking to them was the righteous servant who would justify many. The disciples were seeking status now, and they had identified themselves as those who were chosen by the Messiah. Jesus took a child and put him in their midst. He then wrapped the child in his arms and said to his disciples, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Mark 9:37 The disciples had anticipated a Messiah who would tear the heavens open and come down, someone who would make his name known to his enemy so that all the nations would tremble at his presence. They looked with wonder and confusion as he sat embracing a child and telling them about the suffering and rejection that awaited him in Jerusalem. They had recognized Jesus as the Messiah, but had not understood that he, as a Messiah, was also the suffering servant spoken of in Isaiah 53. In their presence was the Messiah. They had seen his compassion, and now, as he began to explain the way of the kingdom, perhaps the words of Isaiah 55 eight and nine came into their minds. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. He taught them that to be great in the kingdom was to be a servant, that to receive a child in his name was to receive him. Many years later, Peter would reflect on the suffering of the Messiah and say, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. 1 Peter 2, 24.